Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast with the working man's hero, Ben LeMay. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Number 159 in the series. Thank you to FXR Race Tech. Thank you to Firepower, Namira Pistons, Maxis, Roost MX, all on board with this. Uh, candid chat with Ben LeMay about uh, his uh, good race at Millville and uh, what's been going on with him in the, earlier in the series and uh, in his future and his career and all that kind of stuff. So thank you for listening, and thank you to FXR Racing. Their 2022 stuff is out now. Mike Brown, Chris Kiefer, Phil Nicoletti, just a few that wear it. Uh, head over to FXRRacing.com to look at that. Their, their off-road gear has become an industry standard among both amateur and pro ranks with the ever-evolving gear lines that provide quality, durability, at the same time extreme comfort. It's no doubt. FXR is the number one choice for so many racers out there. Thank you to Racetech as well. Uh, get your suspension service. Get it set up for your weight and or speed uh, over at Racetech. Uh, Pulp 21 is the code to save. So tell them you listen to Pulp, and uh, they will dial you in with a deal. Um, thank you to Racetech.com. Um, street, street bikes, vintage bikes, flat trackers, dirt bikes. They got it all when it comes to suspension over there, and they've got a whole machine shop as well for motor services. So whether it's modifying your motor or just simply repairing it uh, when it goes bang, uh, Racetech can help you out. And if you are a service center of Racetech and you want to get into the motor work and stuff, they, they'll sign an NDA and they'll do all the work for you uh, with their CNC machines that they have. So uh, they got one-piece valves, of course, for YZ and KX250s. You might want to take a look at that. A lot of race teams are using that. Racetech.com. Uh, try it, please, and support the, the show. And tell them you listen to Pulp, and you can save at that. So thank you to all the sponsors of this podcast. Thanks to Ben LeMay for doing it. All right, here we go. And now, as promised, on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast. It's everybody's uh, favorite privateer out there. This is number 159, and it features Ben LeMay. What's up, Ben? How are you, man? I'm doing great. Just uh, got back from a good weekend at racing and working on my new house and actually listening to the Pulp Show, why I do so. Oh, wow. Check it out. Uh, yeah, well, that's got to be weird. Was that last night's show with Blair? Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a podcast guy, so I like to just listen to people talk, and it's yeah. good, good, ban good banter. I am, too, absolutely. Do you just listen to Moto Ones, or what else do you listen to? Nah, there's all kinds. Uh, pulp Show stuff, um, JT's, uh, Ro uh, Joe Rogan, and then there's some like ultra running, like uh, fitness uh, podcasts I'd listen to. Cool, awesome. Um, yeah, it, uh, I, I'm with you. I listen to sports ones, um, and then some uh, celebrity interviews and comedians ones and stuff like that. But I can't get yeah. into Rogan. I, he's too far out there for me. You know, he like, is pretty out there, right? Like I, if I see a good guest on it, I'll download it. But generally, I'm like, ah, oh, Joe, I just can't, can't get on board with some of his stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Also brought to you by Namira Pistons Firepower. Maxis and Roost, the guys at Roost, of course. Um, hey, man, um, work on your house. That sounds like a real job, which you know all about. Uh, one time I did one of these, you were uh, delivering monster drinks uh, and racing supercars on the weekend. So real job and uh, and Ben LeMago hand in hand. Yeah, uh, I don't mind a little little bit of work. Get my hands dirty no matter what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hey, so crappy start to the season. Uh, Pulp MX is on board with your privateer program. I gave you a little bit of money and... I got some logos on your bike, and I'm stoked. Uh, slow start, crappy start, but, dude, the last couple races, uh, this is where you belong. This is where you should be. Uh, you got to be happy with the last couple. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like you said, starting out, I, I, I've I, actually been riding, like, the same suspension setting for, like, the past couple years, and, and I was like, man, I want to try something new just to try. Uh -huh. And going into round one, I was on a new setting, and I – just like you don't know until you start racing and right. so when i 
got out there, I was like, wow, this is not working at all. <laughs> so Paul, Paula was bad. And then, uh, end of thunder or, uh, the end of the first moto, I started getting bike problems, mm-hmm. um, started sh- shutting off and cutting out and bogging and all this random stuff. And at the time we thought it was boiling fuel. Right. Um, but it might've been, but we're pretty sure it was also electrical because we had the same issue at high point. And then we also had a little bit of issue at Redbud. What about uh, Thunder Valley then? Oh, was it, oh, you meant Thunder Valley, not Paula, where you had problems. Yeah, yeah, we, don't, we, yeah. we honestly don't know. I think it was a mix of both at Thunder Valley. So it was kind of just weird stuff. But um, long story short, we replaced everything on the bike, and it runs great now. Oh, so you did so. fuel pump, you did electrical, coil, stator? Like we everything. did the whole, every wire harness, every electrical piece you can think of. We did <laughs> fuel tank, pump, we did uh yeah yeah stator I right mean, every everything that, that makes the bike run we replaced how frustrating is that trying to trace that problem down huh yeah and that's the problem is like the bike stays on the road goes round around around so i don't have time to like diagnose it in you know except for practice one you know yeah. what i mean so yeah. it's like we're gonna try a new thing let's see if it is and then nope it's not it it's uh. still doing it so at some point, we're like, dude, we got to just replace everything. We don't got time to figure it out. We just we need to get results. So, so you did that and fixed it. When did you? When did? You, when was the first time that it was absolutely hundred percent fixed? Uh, Redbud Moto One. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Redbud Moto One was was uh, uh, the the final fix. Yeah. And and at that point, I didn't even know if it was going to. Uh-huh. So I'm like in my head, it's been cutting out on jump faces, on you know random right. spots. So I'm been kind of like on edge riding the bike uh i went 23 uh 18 at redbud so then the moto 2 i was like okay i know i know it works let's get going and that's kind of now we're starting to get results back better yeah uh i went like 23 18 and then southwick i hate southwick i went 21 20 uh-huh uh and then finally at millville we got a good result going 15 15 so I'm yeah stoked. yeah i feel like 15 15 look this like you know rod bell was the star of last summer right and uh, he did. He he rode really well, uh, and he got in the top ten a couple times, and he was right around ten. And this field, he's not there this year. And he says to me, you know, he's riding as well. But dude, I think it's just this field. And you've raced this class for a long time. It is fucking deep, man. It is, yeah, it is for sure. Um, and like you, you know, you can always sit back and look. Well, this guy's not racing. This guy's out, and whatever. But but you got to be in it to to you know that's. Yeah, that's you, part of a skill, right? That's part of a skill. You, I, I don't crash. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I, I. That's why I have the the most starts out of everybody because I'm always here. You know. So, um, but anyway, yeah, I'm I'm stoked on the fifteenth. Yep. Um, and just looking to keep progressing and getting better. Well, um, but it's a stat class. And- since you listen to the Pulp Show, I may as well just ask you a Pulp Show question on this one: Is Millville the best track on the circuit? Yeah, so Millville to me is my favorite track on mm-hmm. the circuit. Yeah, um, there are certain parts that I don't like about it. Um, it is kind of one line in a couple areas. Mm-hmm. Going in and out of the sand loops is the worst. Um, but in general, I love that track. Like the dirt is good. I, the one thing that bothers me is people say it's sandy. It's not sandy. Like there's two straightaways that are sandy. The sand whoops. Everything else is just loam. You know, it's just mm-hmm. good dirt. Yep. So, uh, 
but Millville, yes, it is the best track on the circuit. You uh, you moved up a little bit in both motos. I wasn't there, but I'm looking at the stats and looking at the starting positions. Looks like you moved up both motos in, into that spot. So uh, you got to be stoked about that. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I came from probably. I mean, dude, second moto was terrible. I was 35th probably off the start. Oh and, yeah, and and just you know clawed my way up. Um, I've been doing really good at the beginning of the motos, getting around guys really quick. Um, been working on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, I clawed my way up. So I know I don't need to start to finish there, but it does make life a lot easier if you can start in the top fifteen. How close were you to getting Bogle? Because I know he was uh, he was feeling it a little bit. Um, honestly, I didn't even see Bogle. Okay. Uh, except for a friend of mine said, "Oh, dude, a couple more laps, you would have had him." And I didn't. Honestly, I didn't even. See yeah. Him, but, okay. Yeah, there was um, a bit of gap there. Yeah, first moto, I was right behind Hartraft. I sh- honestly should have had fourteenth first moto um i kind of felt like i was getting gassed a little bit but then i wasn't and i kind of was kicking myself in the ass at the end of the moto I was like damn it dude if i would have just kept pushing i would have had heart raft um but yeah it was good overall I'm right so- yeah i mean look after the way it started right now you got 15th both motos you're getting some points now uh yeah you just got to take it and build on it so yeah exactly um yeah very frustrating time so um what made you kind of want to put together this program for this year for the outdoors? As I said, I, I'm a part of it. Uh, Plum Creek Funding, our buddy Zach's a part of it. You kind of went around to some different people that uh, uh, supported you over the years. Why? What did you want to do it this way for? Um, you know, just for, for the nationals. What kind of? Was um, it? Well, I mean, number one, I still really enjoy racing, and I, and I'm decently fast enough to make it <laughs> yep. worth my time. Um, you know, so, I mean, I would just chalk it up to the, that I just like racing. Um, that, that's really it. Um, super, I, I, so I, I moved to Denver, Colorado, or just outside of Denver. Yeah. Um, so it's a little bit more difficult for me to commit to a Supercross series. Um, just because training in the wintertime and stuff, it's snows here and all of that. So it's complicated. But to do outdoor series, um, I like the grind and, and hustle of an outdoor mm-hmm. national and suffering. Um so I don't mind racing outdoors. It's fun. It's good. Um, so when, and you know, I, I was, I was going to kind of just retire and, yep. and move on. And That's what I had stuff. heard. I had heard some from somebody that you were going to hang it up. Yeah. I was just, you know, it's kind of, I mean, I'm 30 now. Um, and I was like, you know, I've had a good run. It's fun. It was time to, everybody's got to move on at some point. And yep. I was kind of ready to take that step. Um, but then I started reaching out to a few people and they were like, dude, you're riding so good. Why don't you just do it another year? And, we'll help you out and let's mm-hmm. see if they'll help you out. And, you know, one thing led to another and it just kind of all came together. Um, and I got bikes from sun, uh, power sports here in Colorado and things just took off. Um, and then I, I hired Tom Danielson. Um, he lives here in Colorado and, um, he's been training me and stuff. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's going good. He's got Tom on his hands after him and Barsha split. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. What's he like as a trainer? What What's he like? Is he gnarly, or is, I mean, is it is it fun? It's it's fun. It's it's really good. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's gnarly, but mm-hmm. it's it's efficient training. You okay. know what I mean? Like yep. like so, when it's time to train, you train, and when it's time to rest, you rest. You know what I mean? So it's right. like it's not just beating your head against the wall or like digging a hole in the ground every yeah. day just pounding 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 you know what i mean um and so i and i've done it for a while too and i know my body whenever i feel tired mm-hmm. 
I tell him, Hey, look, dude, I need to, I need to take an easier day or, or whatever. And, yep. um, but no, he's super cool to work with and he knows what he's doing for sure. I can feel, I can feel a big difference in strength and, uh, you know, physical mm-hmm. conditioning and breathing and, and all of that. So it's nice. Awesome. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks to the FXR guys for coming on board this podcast. Their 2022 stuff is out now. Chris Kiefer, Phil Nicoletti. Oh, poor Phil. But he did wear uh, uh, FXR when he was racing. Mike Brown as well, uh, fxrracing.com. Please check them out on the web. And like I said, their 2022 stuff is out. And also thanks to the folks at Race Tech. Benley, you, you worked with the guys at Race Tech for a long time, um, and uh, they do great work. Pulp 21 is a code to save with Race Tech. And, uh, yeah, get your motor work done, get suspension work done. They, they've uh, certainly earned their praises over the years, working with a lot of privateers and a lot of teams. So thanks to the folks at Race Tech as well. And uh, Firepower, are you using Firepower? I am. I'm fire firepower all the way. Nice batteries, batteries change, oil filters, all deal. The whole thing. Oh wow, nice. Uh, Firepowerparts.com. Kirk over there. What a guy he is. Awesome. He's a good dude. Um, And uh, we're over 50 years experience in industry. Firepower commits to quality, value, and service for your machine. Firepower offers chains made in Japan, Featherlite lithium batteries, and oil to stand the test of any power sports vehicle. The all-new Firepower motor oil was built from the ground up by a leading OEM manufacturer. And it's of the highest quality, uh, firepowerparts.com, Ben LeMay, improved. So please check that out. We're, we're, not, uh, we're not breaking chains over here. No, dude, what is up right now? Good God, <laughs> right? Like, you, you've been in this just as long as I have. I, I was telling somebody that in my 11 years as a mechanic, I don't think I broke one chain. It you was know? pretty, yeah, for sure. I don't know. It's, it's, uh, I guess people need to replace chains more often. I don't know. Shock but- breaks, too. Uh, RJ broke one. I'm sure I'm missing some, but yeah. Yeah, it's it is weird because I, and and I know from previous teams that I've ridden for, you know, because you have the regular uh, master link chain, and then you yep. have the pressed right the pressed in. I don't know what you call it, but the, you know, where yeah, you press the link, yeah, press, yeah, press link. And I know some teams are like, we you have to run this press link chain or else you're not racing or whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're crazy on that. And I've heard of those chains even breaking on certain bikes, and it's yeah. like. You just you just never know, but I'm with you. Uh, yeah, at the first moto, uh, I came over that triple step up at Mill- Millville, and Shock was sitting on the laning of that triple, right, <laughs> dead center in the track, and I seen his chain off his bike. I was like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> and then second moto, another part of the track, I see him off the side again with this uh, chain off. I was like, what the heck? I know. I I hit him up. I said, tell me your chain derailed one of those times. He's like, nope, they broke both of them. It's amazing. Uh, uh, so anyways, firepowerparts.com, um, check them out. Uh, thanks to Demira and, uh, Maxis and Roost all on board with us as well. Now, um, Hey, did you see that stat you, you said about the all, you know, you're the, you're the active moto leader and, and yeah, man, I did that stat. You're in your top 10 overall in the 450 class for moto started. I, I, yeah. I remember I, when you were a, a rookie. And so that makes me feel really damn old, Ben. Dude, I know. Um, yeah, so I mean, I, I have the current, you know, active starter starting uh, yeah. motos or whatever. Yep. But I believe I'm like eighth all time right now. If you finish the year, point. yeah, if you finish the year 24 motos, you should be sixth all time. Yeah, that is mind blowing. Right? I feel like that, it, I feel like it, and there were some years where you didn't even race. I know so exactly. That's what's yeah. weird, yeah. Yeah. So no, it's it's definitely cool to be a, stat, a cool stat to be in the top ten right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you look at it and then your names like in between K Dub and Ferry or something, it's like what? That's, yeah. You know, it's 
Yeah, it's awesome. No, it's really cool. I was surprised to see that stat. Thanks to my buddy Clinton for doing it. Uh, I was like, wow, Ben LeMay. Huh, who knew? So, anyways, that's that's cool, I think. Something to yep. hang your hat on. Um, Washugo this weekend. Obviously, we all know you're from Alaska. Uh, this was the closest track to you. Uh, but you do ride it well. This is a good track for you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I grew up racing Washugo as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to live in Washington kind of here and there a little bit and uh so i would always race washugal and when i would do my uh, loretta qualifiers i'd always qualify out of the northwest usually at washugal and mm-hmm. so i've i got some experience there um plus i i kind of like riding that harder base dirt where it takes a little bit more technique and skill rather than just hold or wicked and, and just kind of take whatever comes so i kind of like that that feel of the dirt there um I don't know. I, yeah, I, I love I love racing there. It's just yeah. really good. Yeah. Do I think? Do I remember you getting a top ten there? I did actually. Yeah. That's my only ever ever top ten was at Washugal. Nice. Yeah. That's that. That's cool. Uh, also, uh, Washugal this weekend. Um, you were factory Yamaha for that one. Uh, what was that yep. like? What do you remember from that day? They put you on a bike, filling guy. Man, yeah, it was it was pretty epic. Uh, just just treatment like you wouldn't believe. Is you know? <laughs> when you you just show up and your bike's there all spit shined and yeah, yeah, that was, that's awesome. Yeah, it uh, and uh, probably you were like a lot of the filling guys where you're like, hey man, can I have another race? Like I'm just getting used to this thing, right? Like yeah, exactly. You know, but then they're like, ah, no, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> Moving that's, on. Yeah, that's the way it goes, right? Um, yep. Uh, ben LeMay here. I also want to thank the folks at Max's Tires, MXSTs, Alex Ray, Rod Bell, Jeremy Smith, using uh, Max's Tires, MXSTs, developed by McGrath. And uh, Max is a great company. Got mountain bike tires, light truck tires, trailer tires, uh, Maxis.com for more information. And, um, yeah, you're, you're probably out there with Rod Bell a lot of times, riding around a Rod Bell. Either you're getting him or he's getting you or whatever. So, yep. um, so the program that you put together this year, again, uh, myself, uh, I'm involved, Plum Creek Funding as well, and other sponsors like is is this was the program you put together was this the difference between racing and not uh you know what i mean like yeah. was this yeah. Was, yeah so this was the yeah the way for you to make some money yeah yeah because i mean um I, if i can you know come away with a little bit of money i'm happy um i'm not greedy and and i need to make you know, five grand a weekend or, or, you know, anything crazy. But if I can make, you know, uh, you know, a little bit of money and still go out and enjoy my weekend and travel and see the world and race my dirt bike and, you know, see friends and stuff, yeah. it's, it's definitely worth it. And I love it. Um, so yeah, I mean, if I can keep putting little programs together like this, mm-hmm. I mean, then, you know, maybe I'll race next year, right. but, uh, but it's just, taking it step by step and and just enjoying each time i get to ride my dirt bike and uh not take anything for granted you know what do you think of this sort of uh newfound track prep they've been doing so john Ayers has been a big part of the nationals for years he was a guy that really liked to soak the shit out of the tracks and uh he hasn't been around as much um and i think in lakewood there was a little bit of a happy accident with the uh, wind and everything else and we got a racetrack that aren't slot car cross anymore. I think with John not being there, that's his preferred way to prep a track. And I think uh, due to some accidents uh, from Shane Schaefer prepping it, and due to the weather, not Shane himself making an accident, we've got some racetracks that I I haven't seen on our circuit for a long time, Ben. Uh, what's your thoughts on the, on the prep? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, um, I think we need a. I think we need fifty-fifty. Uh, we need we need a hard pack track. We need a soft sand track. Yep. We need rut. You know, uh, slot car cross. We need we need all of the above. Mm-hmm. Um, so I work at Thunder Valley yep. uh, during the week, and so it had a bunch of rain prior to the national yep um and we were expecting it to be really soft and rutted like typical Mm -hmm. thunder valley like what you would imagine yep um and it's always hard when you get a bunch of rain before the way the colorado dirt is it's hard to predict what it's going to be like and so it it lucked out to be good um but we kind of expected it to be softer than it was um so, but it, but it, it turned out to be really good racing. Cause you yeah, could, yeah. you could, you could literally run every inch of that track yep. outside, inside, inside, outside, wherever you wanted to go, you could put the bike. Um, so, you know, like, but like I said, yeah, we, we need, we need hard pack, soft, rutted, but for me, I prefer ruts mm-hmm. more than flat. Um, I, I would, I like a Millville red bud yep. style track, um, or, or Thunder Valley when it's gnarly. Yep. Um, I would prefer that over just flat and just holder wide. Um, <laughs> right. But only, only because I like the technical part of racing rather than just who can twist the throttle the hardest and let their balls hang out. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I like. I like just the technical side of racing. I couldn't believe the. Uh, I saw dust second moto. I was like, oh, dust on a national track. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was for am- sure. amazing, yeah. you know. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we've definitely seen. You know, I think I but think you, they. You look in you look in Europe, and they got all kinds. You know. Yes, absolutely. You to, yeah. You go to Spain, and you know for sure you're getting a rock hard track, and then you go to Holland, you're getting pure sand. You go to Argentina, or you know, I don't yeah. even know, but some of these French tracks and or whatever, you might get rut. So I think we need that here. Uh, I agree. I agree. Yeah, we need all of it. And Millville looked more like a traditional moto track. Yep. 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 It was very traditional. Right. Uh, and then we had High Point, which was, I mean, High Point, they were like, hey, it's going to rain. Let's seal it. Let's leave it hard, yeah. you know. So, so there, I, I get that yep. for sure. Yeah, there's been little little differences. Uh, you touched on working at Lakewood, and that was something I had down here for you to talk to you about. Uh, first up, why to move to Colorado in the first place? You're Texas forever. Uh, why'd you decide Colorado and, uh, and what's it like working with David Claybaugh and everybody at Thunder Valley? Um, so my wife and I, we lived in Texas for a while and we just kind of were getting over it. She's originally from Texas, so it's kind of okay. her, her background and I'm from Alaska. So, uh, I enjoy being outdoors and, you know, out in the mountains and stuff. And she does as well. So we both agreed on, Hey, let's go to Colorado. Um, every so no, time no other reason, like no friends, no family, no, like, like let's, where can we go to be outdoors? Uh, Colorado. Yes. Okay. All where right. can we go and enjoy life? Yep. And so we, every time we came and raced here, whether it was super, super cross or outdoors, we just love the environment here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so looking long-term, uh, this was kind of where it suited our lifestyle. So we just wanted to come here and that was basically the, the the main reason um was just a lifestyle change um and you know working at thunder valley was pretty easy for me to jump into um i need i needed to work and make money and they needed help working on the track um did so you know I, david uh, before that did you know him or I did, did not you, okay nope. so you just had to like literally be like hey david my name is ben lemay and uh what's yep. up yeah exactly so i went into his office and you know introduced myself and 
I uh, said, hey, I'm looking for a job. If you need help uh, doing track work or facility work, putting up fences or work, you know, doing whatever yep, you yep. need, uh, I can do it. So wow. uh, one thing led to another. And um, so, yeah, now I work at Thunder Valley during the week and race on the weekends. Wow, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so can you work a dozer and you can do all that? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I get in the dozer and I shape all the jumps and rip the track and change all that. And Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, that's kind of a neat, neat deal. Um and I think that's pretty ballsy. I mean, I guess my wife and I did it when we moved from SoCal to Vegas. Like, we knew one person, and we moved to Vegas knowing one person. We just wanted to get in a house market that was more suitable for what we could afford. Yeah. So I yeah. guess we kind of did the same thing. But to me, man, that's – yeah, you've been in Texas forever. So that's a big, big move for you. So Yeah, yeah, and it's been awesome. Uh, so we bought our first house uh, this year. Actually, Zach and uh, Zach Morris from Plum, yep. Plum Creek Funding and Justin Acker uh, – is a real estate uh, business out here. They both helped me get a house. So nice. Uh, we just bought a house, and I'm working on it right now. I've done two refis with Zach, and then he helped me get my new my newest place. So uh, yeah, yeah, been great. Uh, so okay, uh, riding at Lakewood, like you talked to the Martin brothers, right? And, and yep. they're they're like, dude, riding Millville, non national times. It's hard pack. It's got weeds everywhere. It's got rain ruts. You know what I mean? They're like, it's nothing like what you see. It's a lot of work and a prep to make a racetrack. Because, man, when I show up on Saturday mornings, I'm just like, this looks like the funnest place in the world to go ride my dirt bike, right? Whether it's Redbud, yeah. whether it's Lakewood, whether it's Millville. And the Martin brothers have filled me in a lot on Millville during the week, say a month after the National. I imagine Lakewood's the same. Yeah, it's it's the same, but I would imagine it's a lot worse than uh, Millville. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just because it's hardback, right? It's very hard pack, yep. yeah. So, I'm, but it's it's really good, you know. So we we have to soak it usually water for about three hours in the morning. Okay. Um, and uh, that's a workout in itself, dragging fire hoses up and down the mountain. Um, so that's a that's a good my morning warm up. Is it open <laughs> but, every day or what's it like? So yeah, we were open Wednesday through Sunday. Okay. Oh um, wow. So then, yeah, that's a and, lot of. Yeah. Yep. And Thursday we don't prep the track, but it it, it is open for you mm -hmm. to ride. Yep. Um. But yeah, it is. You know, to answer your question, it's a lot different than on a Saturday. <laughs> so sure, I know the feel and the dirt and yeah. and just you know kind of the layout of the track. But when it comes Saturday national time and I actually go out, it's like. Wow, the jump faces are so much bigger. Mm -hmm. The you know everything's shaped properly, and and the dirt is way different. Like it's yeah. completely different than on a, a a regular Wednesday or something. Do you get to ride during the work days? Like at the end of the day, do you throw some gear yeah. on and do a moto? Or yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll prep the track and get it all ready in the morning, and then usually do you know if, if that day was when I'm gonna ride, yeah, then yeah, I'll, I'll go out and do my motos and stuff. How far away do you live from it? I live, well, my new house I just bought, I'm 10 minutes away. Oh, nice. And mountain biking around there is pretty epic? Oh, it's it's the best mountain bike trails you can ever imagine. Wow. I don't know. Park City and all that is pretty <laughs> good, Ben. So I'll have, to, I'll have to come out there and see. But yeah. 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 It's definitely better than Vegas. Yeah. I, I would imagine so. Uh, that's pretty I interesting. Need, I, 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 need a, I need a taser, though. Yeah, you do need to test your life, dude. Nothing. Well, you're in shape. Do you really need an e-bike? I don't know. You, you're, you're a racer. I don't know if you need one. <laughs> Um, David Clayball, I don't know him very well, but I've dealt with him a little bit over the years. He, he's, he's given away some tickets on my shows and, you know, I've emailed with him and everything. Seems like a hell of a guy. Seems like a hell of a nice guy. 
Yeah, he is. David's awesome, dude. He yep. he's helped me out a lot this year with uh, you know giving me the opportunity to work at the track and then yep. helping out with uh, racing this year and um, just a cool guy to hang out with and uh, yeah he's yeah. he he helps out so much. Awesome that he had an MXDN there. I don't know how well he did financially with it, but that was really cool. That's a cool thing to to say. You're one of the few tracks in America that's ever hosted a motocross the nations. Yeah, there's definitely not not a lot of tracks in the U.S. that can say that, and he's one that can. So, yeah, um, yeah I've talked to him about about that, and um, like you said, it's pretty it's pretty cool to hang hang your hat on that. Yeah, absolutely. I want to thank the folks at Roost MX. They're the official Cobra merch uh, line of of products. So if you have a little one that has a Cobra, they make all the merchandise for those guys as well. Forty eight hour turnaround, uh, trailer kits, uh, sticker kits. Uh, pitch shirts, whatever you want, uh, RoostMX can dial you in. RoostMX.net. Use the code PulpNation to save yourself some money. There's a whole Pulp Nation section on their website as well. Uh, with, so they support the Pulp stuff. And, uh, yeah, they can custom make you any kind of graphics if you want to uh, get your sponsors on and get your logos on it like what Ben has. Contact RoostMX and use the code PulpNation to save with those guys. So thank you to RoostMX on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life podcast. Um, so why the switch to KTM, Ben? Um, support, I guess. Okay. Uh, but also the bike feel and the, and the handling. Um, I, I, I rode a, so when I was riding Honda, um, I rode a KTM, just a, a friend's bike and I, it seemed pretty comfy to me. Um, and then after I left, uh, Ted Park's team, mm-hmm. um, I didn't really have a, uh, dealership to get bikes from and uh the one dealership that was willing to help me out was ktm so bottom line it was just kind of support at the mm-hmm. time uh this dealership wanted to help me out um it was the ktm in north texas um uh slm racing in arlington they they helped me out with bikes so uh yeah just stayed on ktm and uh uh, the support at Honda when I was on when I was on Ted's uh, team was unreal. They, HR the guys at HRC Lars, uh, helped me out a bunch with you know needing a little part here and there. Yeah. he would you know help me out, give me a Gothic or, when Gothic uh, was there. Gothic was Gothic a big was big there. supporter. Yep. Yep. yep, yep. You know, every once in a while, especially at Southwick, I had a lot of bike problems. They would jump in and help out, and um, so that was epic. But yeah, like I said, it was just. Uh, dealership uh opportunities and and uh getting getting bikes so you've ridden like you said you rode hondas forever uh aluminum chassis versus steel chassis i've had this conversation with barsha uh sometime in supercross and i don't think he was bullshitting me he was like man you don't realize the change you don't really think about it until you get on a steel frame bike because you know he rode aluminum too forever he's like it really really flexes it really you know tracks well and all of that do you find the same thing coming into a steel chassis I do. I do. Absolutely. Um, you know, to really, you know, pinpoint the differences, I probably have to get back on, uh, mm-hmm. an aluminum chassis to kind of feel it out now that I've been on this for a little while now, but for sure, like I rode supercross a little bit on a KTM, um, and obviously a bunch on the outdoors, but mm-hmm. it, it definitely has a more relaxed feel to it. Um, and you can, really like turn it when you want mm-hmm. you can move it easier um to me it flexes in a better way than 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 uh you know aluminum chassis bike um 
So, yeah, but, I like the way that it feels. Now, the downside to it is maybe, like, uh, it binds a little bit. It, it does some of that stuff on the track, or? You, maybe. You, you notice that? Maybe, yeah. but I don't notice too much of it, honestly. I, right. I just, yeah, it's, it's hard to say. It, it's hard to say what's what's the pros and cons of it. But to me, overall, this feel is better than mm. a aluminum chassis bike. As long as the electronics are in better shape now. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, really, I was really not happy with you at a couple of fantasy weekends. Really not. Uh, I thought my fantasy. So, uh, but hey, I already got. I always got your back as far as like, hey man, it's not him. It's his bike. Like it's you know, yeah. he, he's not sucking. Uh, let's let's calm down here. Um, do you see yourself ever doing soupy again? Do you see that happening? There's more money in it if you can get shit. Even you don't even need to make the mains, but if you get a top, uh, if you get top six or seven in the LCQ, you can make some good money. Um, you know, this and that, and just thinking of the mains with the contingency and stuff. Do you ever see yourself doing that again? It definitely is good money for sure. I mean, you can, yeah. I mean, if you wanted to do it, do the whole series, you can make, you can make really good money. But for me, probably not. No, I think, I think I'm done with supercross. Uh, <laughs> right. Although they just came out with the schedule. I saw that. Yeah. Around in Denver. Yeah. So I might have to line up for Denver and, since I'm training, I might as well do Salt Lake the last round. And just sure, a little bit down the road. So, yeah, I mean, you might see me at a couple rounds, maybe next right. year. But to set up a whole program uh, to do the whole series is pretty pretty unlikely. Who's got your bike now? Who takes it around for you? Uh, Gear Services uh, takes my bike. Okay. Um, so, uh, a friend of a uh, friend of a friend here in Colorado built. Uh, a crate yep. and put my bike in a crate and they're hauling it uh, to each round. So then you have to uncrate it. You're not pitted out of there. You got to find a pit spot, I guess, right? No, no, I am pitted oh. out of it. Oh, you are? Okay, yeah. all right. It's so that now I know where to find you. <laughs> it's literally Euro style. Just what you would think of yep. guys racing, going to donations, putting their bike in a box. That's yep. what I'm racing out of right now. <laughs> You didn't sneak any cheese or salami in there like Italy did for Bud's Creek. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Um Oh, that's good. I like to like to hear that that things are working out that way uh for yeah. you. Um hey, obviously this is an FXR racing sponsored podcast, but you have been wearing UFO for a couple of years now, maybe longer. Um that's through Dave Analog, I imagine. And how did that come together and how is that and how does that work for you and, and you get a salary from them, I imagine? Yeah, yep, yep. I get my gear. Uh, I wear UFO gear and helmet. Yep. Um, through Dave Anilak. Um he's the U- UFO importer uh, from Italy. Um, so yeah, it's it's really good stuff. I enjoy wearing it, and I like being different than the rest of the you know riders. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's a couple of guys out there in UFO, but um, it's nice to be a little bit different than everybody. Yeah. Um, and but I was in fly for. Dude, I can't even tell you right? how many years. Uh, a lot of years. Yeah, a long time. <laughs> and the fly product is top notch. Helmets, gear, everything they make. So I, I have in Max and and everybody at Fly is is awesome, and I have no uh, hard feelings to them or to say about them. Right. It was I can't remember the the main reason, but it was uh, pretty much a money thing. Um, UFO just they wanted to make a presence in the U.S. Um, and fly was kind of tied up, tied, they had their hands tied with some other riders in the budget. Um, and UFO just pretty much had more money on the table. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, you can't, can't blame you. Yeah. You gotta do it. So that's kind of just the main reason why I went, but, 
Um, but no, it's good. And, and for people who don't know, I mean, they've been making gear forever in Europe. Uh, you know, many top guys have worn it, so it's good stuff. It's not, uh, you know, like it's it's yeah. They've, yeah, they've been absolutely. in the gear business for a long time. Yeah, if you go and look at at European riders, and you're like, oh wow, that's a UFO gear. Oh, that's a UFO gear. You know, yeah. it's just it hasn't made its way across the pond over to here yet. So, um, I'm still waiting for a jersey, by the way, for my uh, contribution well, to your program. So let's let's do that. Let's make that happen. Well, you're coming this week, unless I'll bring it. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Yeah. Please do, uh, because I feel like I'm, I'm I'm sponsorship here. I'm on board with your program. I got my logo on your bike. You know, I got you on the jersey. Yep. So, um. Yep. Yeah, no, that's it's it's cool to see you, uh, you know, do that and wear it. And uh, so I know somebody who wore UFO years ago, and they told me they got all their gear for the whole year up front. I don't know if it still works like that, or <laughs> like here, here's twenty nine sets or whatever they were doing that year. Is it still the same? Uh, yes. Okay. It, <laughs> yeah. It pretty much is. A, well, mainly, mainly because like my jerseys are. Uh, I just I just went Blake. What's what's the word for the not laminate? Oh. Uh, uh, um. Lam- uh, Jesus, yeah. What's the uh, anyway? Not, not iron on. They are yeah. Um, sublimated, sublimated, Sub- sublimated. Yes, that's it. So, so all my jerseys are sublimated. So okay. they all get they all get printed in Italy. So uh, they, you know, ask me how many sets do you need for the year, yep. and they sublimate all my stuff at one time, right? And then send it over. And then pants are just basic pants and then so i kind of get those as they as i need them Mm -hmm. um but yeah i have a whole box of jerseys right um and uh and yeah so now you get responsible for bringing your own gear to the races unlike back in the day so (laughs) yeah yeah back in the day uh max would just bring me a couple sets every weekend and say here's your gear yeah absolutely uh, it's all good I want to thank the folks at Namira Pistons as well. Since 2001, they've been supplying factory-level pistons to gaskets for every make and model. Two wheels to four from weekend warriors to top athletes. Namira's advanced piston technology has increased engine performance and reliability without increasing your budget. Follow them on Instagram. They can do some cool giveaways of 60s and 80s and, and, and stuff and 50s and stuff. So follow them on Instagram. Visit them online at Namira.com to see the latest news and application updates. Uh, also check out their personal watercraft line as well. Namira.com for more information on those guys. They've been a part of the Privateer Island podcast for a while. And again, thank you to FXR and uh, Race Tech as well So uh, for making on, making uh, this podcast happen. Uh, Washougal this weekend, of course, Ben LeMay, um, looking to do well out there, like we said, one of your, one of your best tracks that you've ridden at. Um, so, yeah, we talked about your top 10 moto list. If you were to stop racing now, uh, we talked about your factory ride, but you never really got a top factory ride. But if you were to stop racing now, Ben, are you happy with everything? Are you, you okay to, to uh, walk away with what you've done in the sport, which is certainly pretty impressive? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I can always say I wanted more, but I mean, right. you can always yeah. say, say that in life. You know, I, I wanted a bigger business or, uh, you know, a cooler car, you know, whatever. Bigger podcast like, numbers, bigger, right. Bigger podcast. Yeah, I mean, you can always look back and say I wanted more, but it's – I mean, look at the other thing. I've been healthy. Uh, I have a you know a good family. I you know a, a support. You know, I don't have to go work a nine to five every day. You know what I mean? Like, it's a really good life that I have, and I've got to travel the world. Mm-hmm. I've raced in I've raced in Europe a bunch, and um, yeah. So I could I could stop racing right now, and I would be totally happy and continue riding dirt bikes i'm gonna always ride dirt bikes Mm -hmm. um you know it's just it's in my blood i've been riding since i was three um so i'm not just gonna sell everything and never ride again so um but yeah to answer your question i'm i'm totally content in what i've done and and i've ridden i've gotten uh 
a lot of good fill-in rides. Uh, I've ridden for JGR, Moto Concept, you know, the BTO KTM team, mm-hmm. uh, Rock River, Cycle Trader. Um, you know, so I've, I've gotten a good taste of, of, you know, what's out there. Um, and I've had a good time racing. So yeah, yep. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. Yeah. I think that's in the end of the day, like you would like to have a, a, never be able to work again. You'd like to have more money in the bank, you know, but at the end of the day, like, like you said, you got to race professionally for a long, long time, not have a real job and, you know, walking away healthy, knock on wood, yeah. you know, yep. uh, not too many yep. people yep. can ask all of, ask for all of that. Yeah, absolutely. So that's 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 what's the most important to me, and and uh, just having fun while you do it. And um, like I said, I'm, I'm, yeah. I turned thirty this year, and uh, so it's time to, you know, at some point, at yep. some point, you, you got to look in the mirror and say, what do you, you know, what's next on the schedule? What's what's gonna what's come next? So yeah, you uh, um, did you put some money away? Do you have a little bit of a nest egg? A little bit? I mean, obviously, like you said, you got to work and things like that. But did you did you walk away with something? You know, like money. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. I mean, not enough to where I'm like, oh, I'm not going to work right, for right. A, a while. But, yeah, I have enough money to, to uh, you know, buy a Get you started. A yes, get you started. Get me started. And, right. and uh, yeah, yeah, get me on my feet and figure out what, what that next venture will be in the next few years or whatever. I feel like with the – there's not really any Ben LeMay as a dick stories out there. Uh, nobody really has those, Ben. They have a lot of Steve Mathis as a dick and stuff. But – I feel like I feel like they don't. There's not a lot of those stories for you, and you could maybe get an industry job. I don't know if you have any interest in that, but uh, you know, maybe I feel like you could do something in industry, uh, uh, rep a brand, uh, be a gear guy, uh, uh, start a you know goggle company, something like that. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Yep. I mean, I'm I'm sure there are people out there that don't like me, but uh, for the most part, yeah. I think I'm pretty well known and yeah. well. Uh, I've earned my respect through people. So, right, right. Um, you know, like JT, like JT's done a nice transition, you know, uh, uh, yeah, you know, things like that, stuff like that. He went from racer, you know, his job now, he does such an awesome job and the knowledge he carries, you know, from being in this, in the, the spotlight of being a racer and then like knowing that feeling of what they're going through mm-hmm. and can actually feel it, you know? So, um, yeah, I wouldn't mind getting a, a job in the industry. Right. Um, I go. I would definitely say the worst thing is traveling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't know if I want to travel every weekend <laughs> right. anymore. Yeah. I kind of want to stay home and do stuff around here, and then maybe travel every once in a while. But right. Uh, yeah, that's definitely you know something to look into for sure. Wow, hard to do that though from Denver. Uh, you know, but yeah, hey, you never know. Um, yeah. You, you may have to move to SoCal, Ben. I don't know if you want to do that, but. <laughs> yeah. You don't sound like you'd want to do I'm, that at all. I'm not. I'm not living in California. <laughs> that is you will never see me living in California. Fair enough. RV probably has a room in his guest house. You could hit up RV. Yeah, I'm, I'm with. Uh, I'm with Phil on that one. Right. Yeah. California sucks. <laughs> yeah. Phil's not. Phil is not looking for real estate in California anytime soon. So no. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Well. Um, Hey, man, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Number 159 show, Ben LeMay, uh, a working man's uh, privateer for sure. We've done, I think this might be three or four of these now over the years. Yeah. And uh, I always appreciate the time. I'm happy to be part of your program this year. And I'm super stoked that, you know, Southwick and uh, Millville went well for you because this is more like what we know you can do. You know what I mean? And, yep. And, uh, and you're, you're a solid dude uh, and you hard charger all moto. So it's, uh, it's cool to see that, man. Thanks, uh, thanks for the time, Ben. Yeah, uh, thanks, Steve. I appreciate it. We'll uh, we'll see you at the races. I'm coming from my jersey this weekend. I will. I will bring it there. Sounds good. Thanks. All right. See you.